Well, good evening, friends. I hope you're all well. It's good to be able to gather with you and share in another of these Tuesday evening reflections. And I'd like to share with you some thoughts on verses which we find right at the end of Luke 12. Before I read them to you, it's worth taking a moment or two to put them into context. A major theme of Luke 12 is living with a sense of awareness about the times that we're walking through and having a long-term perspective. There are a couple of stories told, one about servants who are waiting expectantly for their master to return from a wedding banquet, and then one about a manager who is faithful in looking after affairs on a property when his master's away. Then there are some words of warning about the suffering which Jesus is going to face and how that will also bring suffering and division into the lives of his followers. And then we come to these words, and I'm reading now from Luke 12, verses 54 to 59. He said to the crowd, when you see a cloud rising in the west, immediately you say it's going to rain. And it does. And when the south wind blows, you say it's going to be hot. And it is. Hypocrites. You know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. How is it that you don't know how to interpret this present time? Why don't you judge for yourselves what is right? As you are going with your adversary to the magistrate, try hard to be reconciled on the way or your adversary may drag you off to the judge and the judge turn you over to the officer and the officer throw you into prison. I tell you, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. As I was reading this passage, I find myself struck again by how the teaching of Jesus is often so bracingly direct the ways in which he doesn't hesitate to tell it like it is. I was struck by his willingness to be quite blunt in challenging the behaviour or attitudes of people and the hypocrisy or short-sightedness which lies behind it. And here we find him doing the same thing. He talks about how there are some things which happen in our lives, everyday occurrences which we need to negotiate, and they're not hard. They just involve common sense. If rockets had been invented in Jesus' time, perhaps he would have told his listeners they weren't rocket science. He talks here about the basic capacity each one of us has to look up at the sky and work out what the weather is going to be like. We don't need to be meteorologists to do this. If I look up and see clouds, I know that the chances are it's going to rain. If I see a bright blue sky, I know it's time to reach for my shades and apply some sun cream. This is not difficult, Jesus says. We can all do this. And yet there are tasks which ought to be equally straightforward, which we don't manage. You can do all of this as Jesus. But then in verse 56, he asks, how is it? that you don't know how to interpret the present time. I've been puzzling over this comment of Jesus. 
And the fact that he seems to get a bit exasperated with people uh, about the way that they can't interpret the times. I mean, interpreting the times sounds like quite a high calling, the sort of thing that you need an expert to do, people with grand sounding titles like futurologists or, or those who work in research institutes. I've got a friend who works for a political consultancy. There are people who pay his firm a lot of money to predict what might happen next in the world of Westminster and how those changes might impact the business planning. But actually, Jesus says, there's a task of interpreting the times which anyone should be able to do. There's no excuse for any of us who claim that we can't keep up with what's going on around us. And it seems to me that what he's talking about especially is the failure of people who carry on living as if the present age, the present arrangements about who's in power and who gets to call the shots will last forever. A couple of years ago, I remember reading a book by a journalist called Margaret Heffernan, and the title of the book was Willful Blindness. It's a fascinating exploration of how people so often deny the reality of things which are going on right under their nose and which seems so obvious. She writes about the senior managers of banks who could see the crash was coming but who couldn't bring themselves to apply, apply the brakes to a system where they were making so much money, uh, about scandals in other institutions like the health service and even the church. Have you ever noticed how when things like this happen we are often appalled by how the warning signs were there, but it seems people were choosing not to pay attention and also often choosing to silence those who were trying to speak out. But we do the same thing ourselves. We will carry on eating or drinking the wrong things. We, we know they harm us, but we can't shake off our addiction to the short-term fix. We will work at jobs where something in us dies every time we clock on, but we deny to ourselves the truth that we're unhappy and only doing it for the money. And Jesus points all of this out and says, face up to the fact that my new world is coming and live in a way, generous, loving, servant-hearted, welcoming in every way, that is aligned to the values of my new kingdom. And do all of this now before it's too late. At the end of this reading, we find him talking about the person who fails to be reconciled when there is time to do so. And then they end up in court, and by then it's all too late. The decision is taken out of their hands, and the judge gets to decide what happens. What is going on in your world right now? And how do you make sense of it? As you look back over everything which has happened in recent months, how is God expecting you to interpret and make sense of it all? Don't get me wrong, God does not expect you to become an epidemiologist or a virus guru. God does not expect you to become an expert on the psychology of lockdowns. God does not want you to become preoccupied with whether or not the pandemic is a sign that we're living in the end times. In case you wonder, we've been in the end times since Jesus was taken back to heaven. and We're not the first group of people to live through events which feel earth shattering. But God does want 
to teach you something through what is happening. And you can look at the sky and work out if it's going to rain. And there will be things happening now, which if you're honest with yourself, will be a wake up call. Sign to you from God, you ought to be able to interpret that as well. If you feel like lockdown has been an experience of stepping off a treadmill and you can't face getting back on, if you feel that more time with a loved one has been at a wake-up call about the state of a relationship, if there are people excited about how church is changing and all you feel is a resentment or fear about that, don't bury it. Pay attention, don't deny it. Follow up on those instincts. Reach out to God and the people around you and make some changes. Time is almost gone, but let me pray for you before we finish. Lord God, how foolish we can be. We can be wise to understanding so much of what is happening in our world, good at giving advice to others, and ready to step in when we see them making mistakes. And yet, we are so ready to make excuses for ourselves, slow to accept reality and the need to make changes. Help us please today to listen to our lives, to look inside our hearts and to be attentive to you, ready to hear from you and change so that we live in ways faithful to you, ways which we also know deep down to be the best for us, the ways that lead to life. Amen. Bye for now, friends. God bless, and I'll speak to you again soon.